Hey, podcasters. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. What an interesting show we had today. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. We always do. There's a lot going on. Thank you for my... Um, eulogy? I don't know what to say with that. Matt? That's celebration. I didn't know Maddie was such a good eulogologist. Mm. <laughs> he really, you really love that. Has anyone ever given a eulogy? Yes, I have. Yeah, yes. me too. It's not fun, is Could, it? No. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. No. Not at all. But it's a necessary responsibility. <clears throat> I also feel like it's hard to do at the time, mm. but it does help with closure, some closure to get to speak because you look, you get to sort of work through a bit of grief, I mm. guess. Although unpopular opinion, mm. I don't, there, I don't think I want to go to anyone's funeral. I don't enjoy funerals. Uh, I just want, I will, you're not invited to mine then. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm not really a funeral person. That sounds <coughs> no, really but quite rude. I know you're supposed to go, but I've thought about it. I was like, right. you know, I don't think I would. No, I I but would. I, I think some, you're not going for the, the dead, are you? No. Because no. you've already got your memories with them. You're going for the people that are alive. Yeah. And I, found, I was in a bit of an awkward situation. I told you guys about it, where the, the wife had invited me to our friend's mum's funeral mm. and said, here's the details. And I was like, oh, I wasn't going to go. No. And then I said to him, do, I, do you want me to go to the funeral? And he said, well, you know the ending, so it's okay. <laughs> and I was, yeah. yeah. I think at the end of the day, you're there for the people who are even as, clo- like, who are the closest to them to show that you're, show your support for them, I guess. You mm. went to the funeral of someone that you had never met. Are you a funeral crasher? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. well, sorry. That sounds very. A friend of mine, I mean, it's, we just found it. Um, Free food. Sad, sad girl. Isn't that in uh, Fight Club? Girls. Is that Fight Club? <laughs> what? The Fight Club, they go to funerals? Oh, uh, no, they go to. Um, Weddings and wedding crashes. No, Wedding's, no, no. no, no, no. They, they go to uh, therapy sessions, help um, groups, and yeah, um, people surviving cancer and whatnot. Are you, but you doing when, you... in wedding crashes, eventually he oh, no, takes no, the leap crash, to go yeah, to yeah. funerals. Yeah. And, that's and then he hooks he goes, up, yeah. Are you talking about Osha's mum's funeral. Yes. Well, I wasn't there for her. I was no, there for Osha. He asked. Yeah. Yeah. He said I'd yeah, like I you guys him. to go. What? See, didn't you... go to that one. No, no because I'm against, I'm against them. I had met her a few times, and she's yeah. lovely. I found it really quite interesting, though, because you're going to someone's funeral, learning something about them for the first time. Mm. And we did mm. learn a lot about her. It was really interesting hearing all the yeah. boys. See, I do the eulogy. I felt like uh, I felt like he appreciated that. He really that did. We were there. It meant a lot to him. Yeah. Mm. And I think if. It's not. It's not a lot of effort on my behalf to just show up mm. to maybe bring him a s- slight a slither of joy. Yeah. In a terrible time. You went to Michael Gambaro's. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. That was lovely. Geez, I'm the common denominator for that one. I went to all of them. Then. People mm. around you die. Yeah, mm. see, it was really because I went to my first funeral because I know a lot of people might go to grandparents and stuff. Mm. So my first funeral was um, one of my good friends from high school. Mm. So it was a year that year after we'd graduated and he died in a car crash. Mm. That'd be a tough one. It's really tough. Mm. Yeah. So there was sort of, that was quite a different point for us because you hadn't been to one before. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to have like such a good friend, it was quite, yeah. Mm. Um, I went to one with someone I didn't know, and it was an open casket, which is quite... I really thought you were going to say open invite then. It was <laughs> open invite. <laughs> really is there a joke coming for that? No, true story. But you didn't go and look. Yeah. Uh, Why? Because I felt like you had to. No, you don't have to look. Yeah. It's like were I sometimes go Maori? and get the... Um, well, they were? The body of Maori? Christ. No, they weren't. Um, what's the word? The Latvian. 
So maybe okay. it's a thing in Latvia. Oh, from here from work? No. No, one of um, Kat's friends. So you looked at the body? Yeah, I was there. What did you... What, was there a line-up and you just got in the yeah, line? Yeah, there was. And what did yeah. you do? I just looked and said, well, there I've seen a dead body. You said that out loud? Not out loud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm stabbed. <laughs> hey, psst. Hey, psst. Psst. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but I, I don't mind that part of it. I think that there is a thing in society where people gloss over that. I think I don't mind that open casket sort of thing and the New Zealand way that they do it. My friend, uh, his father passed in New Zealand and he took the body mm. in his car from um, almost like a tour of, of New Zealand from one place to another for Did the Did he funeral. prop it up? Like weekend at Burnies? No, it was, or was in, it the, in the back of the, in, in the car. Um, I think you've got a reason for not going to funerals and I understand that though. Mm. Like you never went to your dad's funeral. No. So for that reason, it seems like that would be the most important one you would have wanted to go to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So no one come to mind. I'm going to be there. We're doing the eulogy. I can't wait. I've got a slideshow. My slideshow is going to be so epic. (laughs) I asked you to delete those. (laughs) When you're a suspect, they don't usually let you go either. That's true. Yeah, Uh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's get into it. Here's the podcast. (laughs) Alpha Bucks. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to have him propped up. You know, people have open casket. He's going to be like... <laughs> Eating the hot dog because you know what happens to those photos. And then you're going to go up. Matt's going to go. Sorry, guys, where's his glasses? He's the glasses <laughs> guy. The glasses guy. <laughs> hey, dude, say good day to my dad. <laughs> and then a balloon pops. <laughs> if you're a long time listener, stab Abby and Matt on B105. You're way too happy about this. About what? You are so I'm not. Smug. I'm devastated. Me too. <sighs> yeah. It's upsetting. At 6am, we open the mics and we talk. And Is that what we do here? Well, very loosely <laughs> at 6am. And here's the resume. thing. I, I go, I would encourage everyone to listen at 6. We would love that. But unfortunately, not everyone can listen for the long duration. Yeah. But we had a conversation at 6am that I think might have been taken the wrong way. Taken out of context. And that's because I got given a gift mm. on my table, um, as you do for your anniversary when you work somewhere, mm. and it was a card um, with some lovely words in it and a scratchy, scratchy ticket, yeah. which we always get. Mm-hmm. And it had 15 years on there. Mm. So Ash, our producer, was like, it's 15 years. And we spoke about it on air, but I did make one point when I was talking about it on air. Not clearly, you don't think? Well, obviously not. Because yesterday I was inundated with messages all day and I was like, you know, when you correct the first person and then eventually I was like, oh, that's it. doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, you, you let it go. It's like someone, you know, when you, they name you the wrong thing, you just deal with deal it. With you know, it. you don't correct them. Yeah, sure. I'm Amy. It. No worries. Yeah. And I feel sorry for Steph because I don't think she realised. So Steph put a post up on our Facebook page and it says, 15 years of our Abbey, memories to last a lifetime. We couldn't love you more. If we tried. Does Steph think I'm leaving? Um, well, Facebook thought you were. <laughs> you started that. There was no, one comment no. and then you jumped on the bandwagon and thought it was hilarious. Uh, no. All I wrote no. was, yeah. it's been an amazing 15 years, that which, yeah. which it has been. Yeah. All the best with the future, love heart, because I <laughs> okay. want your future to be bright. So I'm not leaving? I don't do know. I have you... to leave now? Is this what I have to do? So I have to quit just it's because of so? this Facebook post? It's, it's worse than that. Do you know what's... Why is it worse than that? <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than that because I'm staying? Is that what you mean? <laughs> um, Steph, do you, Steph, do you know how long I've been here for? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Policy. Best policy. Uh, how long have and I like been here for? I don't even know. Okay, yeah. Since B105. Do you know his real first name? Chris, yeah. Michael? No. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, my favourite comment on this post was this lady, and she goes, oh, my God, Abby is leaving. I heard her talk about it on the radio yesterday morning. It was so in-depth. She got so emotional. And I was like, did I miss that? When was that? Yeah, like wrong radio station, darling. So I haven't actually been here for 15 years, and I should say that to you because I know that none of you girls out there realise, and I know that even Adrian was confused because Adrian's our audio guy, and he started Mm. a year um, after me. And people posted, people were like, I don't get it because you were pregnant when you first started here, which means that your son would be 16. But no, I, it's 15 years with the company this time. Right. So, yeah, because you've worked in South Australia. Yeah. At the same company. Yeah. Mm. But this is the worst. Our, pro, our promotion, like PR person, mm. she's yeah. organised an interview with the Courier Mail. About your 15, 15 years. years. And mm. I had to write back saying, but it's not. She's been here the whole time. So, shout out, Kath. If it's um, on the internet, she's going to be very confused. It's real. So oh, you, you know, are. You've just. Why do you find this so fun? It was. I don't know. I feel I just, like you want me to go. Absolutely not. I would. That would. That would. Did be, you believe that? What's that? that no, I mean that with all all my heart. I would be devastated if you left because me here would, with Stav because it would double his workload. <laughs> and don't think I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We love you very much. It's just fun to see. And you, you should be happy because no, the comments I'm not, here. Because I've had to get messages the whole time saying, "Are you guys?" Are you moving? I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't know I was leaving. Everyone has said how much they love you and how much they adore you and how sad that would be if you went. Can Can we do one for me today? Can we read out the message where (laughs) someone's gone, thank God? Imagine that. (laughs) Someone's had to. Has anyone said, thank God? Like, that's great. Oh, no, I deleted all them. No (laughs) joking. No, no one. Not a single person. Wow. What? Wow. That's so shocking. Did your comment not make it through? Dude, I've worked with you for 12 years. Wow. <laughs> there, is something, there is something I do have for you, though. And look, let's just say if Abby was leaving, uh-huh. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> Don't do this. What's this your farewell is... message? Like, what's your memory? Have you got a memory? Oh, a memory. Let's just, just imagine if you were. Mm-hmm. Like, what comes to mind? Your eyes have lit up. <laughs> I have never seen you more alive because... in a month. Because we weren't really sure. No. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe. there was something coming. Mm. And so, Adrian, we called Adrian yesterday, and he dug deep into the archives and went, I've got the, the eulogy package. I'm everyone's, not dying, though. Everyone's got one if they're leaving or if something happens on the way to work where we can go, let's remember them. So, if you were leaving, which you're not, <laughs> but uh, you can still give a farewell message on 13, 10, Matthew. 60. Let's look back. Mm-hmm. On almost fifteen years. This was funny when we did it to Stab, and we thought he was going to be in by a shark, but it's not funny in reverse. Of Abby. Oh, oh god. Oh, Abby, the voice of Brisbane. Abby Coleman. She has one of Brisbane's most recognisable voices. You've shared your whole life with us for the last. 15 years, actually 12, but, you know. You guys are going to be big brothers. What? We're having another baby. And you keep sharing. Beaver fever. I've got that. (laughs) Oh, here we go. The only reason I got tested is because my mum's got the same parasite. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) So was there one contaminated beaver that started the whole fever? (laughs) Welcome to the party, pal. Now I get it. I hate you guys so much. And sharing. Oh. Drinking. Here we keep drinking. It's in a bullet, in a bullet, in a bullet. Imagine if it just turns black and falls off, and I'll go, oh, I should have got that. 
Doesn't yeah. look different. Working here has been a dream come true. Meeting all your heroes like Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is a nice guy, isn't he? Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. I love Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Chris exactly. Hemsworth is attractive. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Well, you know, they say you should have met your heroes, so I'm calling on you guys to be nice, right? Oh, yeah. No, we're yeah. going to try. Yeah. We're both heroes. That, that line came from me no, meeting no, him. Never been a hero. And Hugh Jackman. I don't remember saying that, Abby. Are we, we're taping this, right? Yeah. yeah. Abby, can you not say that? That's bullshit, so. Oh. I didn't do that. Oh, sorry. No, it's all right. But can you guys cut that out? Oh, yeah, sorry, no. I didn't realise I said something wrong. Abby, you could have, could have checked anything you want. Okay. How good of an actor are you? <laughs> oh, I am in, I am in, I am in real trouble with my problems. Are you? Oh, my God! It's just a waste of time Cause you're leaving me wasn't easy coming from Adelaide, having to learn a whole new language. Pool. 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 I say it like him. Pool. Guys. Oh guys. <laughs> it's pool. It's pool. Pool. School. Your food. Pool. 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 I'm saying it, mate. Pool. <laughs> so, That's it. Pool. 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 If you're just joining us, we're all having a stroke. <laughs> Sounds like you're... <laughs> So frustrating. <laughs> but every day you've come in here and got to work with your best friends. Do you know what I love about us is that we can hang out and don't feel the need to talk. You know when you see those old couple that are at a restaurant and they don't make conversation? Not Looking happy. at each other going, yeah. why won't you But die? really. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that it would the day you went away. Oh, Matt, you're so sexy. We all really love you, Abby. Love you. Even staff. I, um, I tolerate you. What? I just have that sitting around any day we need Is it. that just an excuse to play all the stuff that I said never, ever play? Because I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did not think about the fact that you could rebut it now. but um, I'm getting an A word. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. There is a new podcast now. Amelia uh, Overheart is our uh, news uh, girl. And I've been talking about it quite a bit because it just had such a profound effect on me because I feel like where there's a history in Australia that we haven't talked about or spoken mm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say it had a profound effect on me because uh, my flatmate at the time had a call from her mum saying, I need to speak to you about something. And my flatmate was like, it's pretty serious. Can you stay with me? And I was like, it sounds like a family affair and I want to leave. And she's like, no, you have to stay with me. <laughs> so I stayed and I held her hand through what is the most awkward and just really sad conversation with her and her mum because her relationship was really affected. And she said, look, I need to tell you that you've got a, uh, a sibling out there. Right. And she was so upset that a mum, who she was very close with, had never told her. And she had a sibling because she uh, adopted it out and it was kind of just explained that they weren't married and that was sort of just it. And it was like it was the decision of her mum mm. and that's what really upset my friend, that she mm. never uh, she never recovered from her relationship with her mum and her mum sadly passed away and she kind of hated her mum as a result of it. But then listening to this podcast, you realise that there was many women that had put their kids up for adoption thinking it was that, but it wasn't their choice. It was forced adoptions. And when you listen to this podcast, you'll realise. And there's a lot of people that have messaged me saying, I didn't realise that maybe I was a forced adoption. And if you were born maybe in the the 50s, 60s, 70s, and you're listening to this, 13, 10, 60, if you were adopted 
and maybe you've looked into it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it hasn't gone anywhere. And maybe you're realizing this history and knowing that your mum might have been told that you had passed away. Mm. Well, Di, who we spoke to uh, a couple of days ago, you've got got to get on our podcast and hear the interview. Um, She held it a secret from her entire family. Mm. Her parents did not even know that she'd had a baby, was told that it had passed away until an email surfaced saying, I think I'm your son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these ladies held such shame where from our experiences right now, we look and go, whoa, so sorry that you had such shame mm. for something that should have been such a beautiful thing. Mm. But it was a different era and everyone around them sort of made like that them feel like that. For me, I can't get my head around how many nurses would be working there as well mm-hmm. and having to go through that of, you know, birthing a child and then having to give it to a different family. Yeah. And they, I don't know if they thought they were doing the right thing. Uh, well, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't even know if it was that you thought you were doing the right thing. It was just what you did, you know? Yeah. And the, the amazing thing for me when we talked to uh, Amelia about it is um, the, the thing that's twigged this, that, that started the whole thing off. And I think this is going to get a lot bigger. I think she's hit something here that she didn't even realize how mm. big this was going to get, was Ancestry.com and all these people looking into their histories and going and, and, and not even thinking mm. that this had happened to them and coming back with a whole different family. You know, it's astounding. Well, my, my flatmate and friend who this went through is the reason that her mum told her and the only reason her mum told her is because uh, that daughter found her and said, look, really, the thing that you do owe me from this is I want to meet the rest of my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to meet her. Mm. Um, so that's why she sort of told her. Otherwise, I think she would have carried it to her grave. The I've... other problem you've got with it, sorry, Maddie, to cut you off, is the fact that there are a lot of people in Australia that would love to adopt people, and it's made it so difficult oh, to do that and in I this never country why. because of this. Yeah, because mm. it's such a shameful They've part the of our They've gone the opposite history. way. But yeah. Then, then there's, yeah, like they said, there's so many families that would be happy with that, but they can't. I mm. just feel like we need to learn from the past and actually explore the past mm. so that we can make differences now. Oh, he who forgets the past is, I can't remember the rest of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine's on from South Ripley. What's your story? Hi, guys. How are you? Good. That's good. Um, yeah, so I was adopted at birth. I was three days old um, in the Brisbane Marta Mothers Hospital, 1968, mm-hmm. when my adoptive parents picked me up. Um, they probably told me when I was about 10 that I was adopted. Um, just a few questions. They were a lot older. They're my friend's parents, that sort of thing. Um, and when I got married, I obtained my natural birth certificate, um, that had my birth mother's name on it. Um, didn't think much of it, had literature given to us from, um, the Australian, where you get your birth certificates from, having good stories, bad stories, if you contacted your birth parents, so I just let it go, I thought, you don't want to be rocking up someone's door sort of thing. Mm. Um, anyway, so years later... Um, my husband's really into family history, so we did my DNA and put it out there into the, the wide world. And I had a lady contact me about my DNA because it was very similar to her mother's. Um, and so it looks like her mother is my mother as well, oh. or be my aunt. Um, so I gave her the story, you know, I was put up for adoption. My birth mother was 17 at the time, blah, blah, blah. Um, haven't heard back. That was about six weeks ago. But yeah. from what I've understood, yeah, they weren't married. They were sent, you know, yeah. to 
demanded mothers and yeah it was forced adoptions yeah you were just taken away that's an interesting point that i've only just thought of there lorraine when you said that people who have had this happen to them you don't always just get pregnant once at that no, age I... like they it may have happened to them mm. twice three times you know absolutely yeah, yeah. Mm. and they were sent away so my birth mother's address was Jin Jin and from what i can find out she was sent to yeah the brisbane martyr mothers the address of time of birth was a hotel oh, wow. the, near the hospital and, long way yeah, from home too on her own mm. yeah at a young age back then like that you know that's pretty scary mm. No doubt. Well, thanks for calling, Lorraine. We'll keep in touch because we'd love yeah, to yeah, follow that story and yeah. find out um, what you find out. Melanie in Thornlands, uh, what's your story about this? Good morning, guys. Hey. Um, I was born in 1962. I've always known I was adopted. My birth, uh, my adoptive parents were always very upfront with me and everything. Um, I had, She had given me, my adoptive mum had given me my papers when I was about 16 uh, showing my birth name and everything, and it was um, quite a Christian name. Marie Therese, I always thought, was quite <laughs> quite there. Um, over the years, I dabbled um, getting on to the authorities to try and track something down, but got a few um, negative responses like, oh, you know, it's never a happy ending like yeah. it can be on the television show. So yeah. that sort of put me off, and I, I let it slip for quite a while. Um, it didn't really worry me too much, but it's something that was always in the back of your head of, you know, wondering why. And it wasn't until um, probably about seven years ago, my husband, uh, a son that he never knew, he had tracked him down. And it sort of gave me the um, courage and enthusiasm to, OK, I'm going to give this one more shot. So I mentioned that to a girlfriend of mine and she said, oh, there's this Facebook group. I don't know if I'm allowed to name it, am I? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it's Aussie and UK Angels, and they're actually a group of investigators that know how to track down information of family trees and everything. So I had a lot of information of my um, birth name and my mother's, uh, my birth mother's name and everything. Which so I ga- I messaged them and gave them all the information I had, and within 24 hours they had come back to me with mind-blowing information of stuff. And apparently, unfortunately, my birth, my birth mother had passed away. Uh-huh. Um, they were able to give me a contact for my auntie, which I ended up... I, I sat on that information for probably about a month and wondered if it was the right thing to do. And I thought, well, I'm going to do this. So I actually um, contacted her through Messenger and it took her about a week to get back to me because the information that I had given her was just, they had no knowledge of me um, because, again, my mother, she, like, she was 19 when she had me. She was sent away. Um, my, the auntie is five years younger than my birth mum and she can remember her sister going away. Can't remember why, mm. uh, but she does remember her going away for, you know, about three or four weeks and then coming back. Um Wow. And I ended wow. up meeting up with, with um, my uh, birth auntie and everything and took all the information I had to show them to prove that I was who I was. They sent, they brought photos of my mum and it's just uncanny how much I look yeah. like her. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, Melanie. Um, it's a great podcast. Get it on the Listener app uh, right now. Go and check it out. The Secrets We Keep. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. <laughs> What is the deal with cats? 
Uh, I like to do this every year when the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is on. It's one of the world's biggest comedy festivals. A lot of my friends are over there. Uh, Amos Gill, who you would know uh, from Adelaide, he's an Adelaide boy. He's over there. Uh, and uh, they do the top 10 one liners of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. You love festival. a one liner. I do love a one liner. Ah. Mm-hmm. I, I do like a pun. Um, and uh, the critics all narrow it down to their top uh, 10 jokes and then they're voted on by 2,000 people. Okay. And I have to say, I will still read them out, but I think this is probably the weakest year I've, I've seen. Some oh. of them I, I'm, I don't even. And you're going to, you just said that you're, they're your friends. Not, not everyone on the list. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a lot of my friends are over there at the moment. And they suck. <laughs> and they not didn't funny. Even, these are not funny, <laughs> but they didn't even make the one-liner funny, which means they are That's extra true. not funny. They're extra not funny. These aren't funny. They didn't make that list. What does that make oh, them? Oh, you backed that cat. What friends corner. are they? Which names? Uh, Jeff Green is there. Uh, I was joking, trying oh. to get you into the oh, deep. thank you. Just yeah. that one. Cat's okay. over there at the moment. <laughs> no, cats. I always uh, said, and Stav takes offence to this, because I'm like, Cat is brilliant. She's such a good com- um, comedian. She doesn't do the one-liners. No, she does not. She does a lot of observational <laughs> humour, which is my favourite. Yeah. Yeah, it drags on and on. No, and on. it doesn't. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. It's all about the sizzle. Not the sausage. That's why she's still working as a stand-up. That's, <laughs> and you're not. That's true. And that's why you want your husband to say to you, babe, it's all about the sizzle, not the sausage, okay? She's like, just, I know, just, staff, I've been married to you for 20 get years. Get ready for the sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I walked into How's that How's this one. going for you, good? Not great. Uh, so, um, <laughs> hit us with your worst friend comedians. We'd love to hear what they've said. This one I do like. All right. Uh, I do like this one. The most British thing I've ever heard, a lady who said, well, I'm sorry, but I don't apologise. See what I mean? This is, a- this is Amos's, and this is actually quality as well. This Say one- it a bit better. Oh, I- it's all delivery? Delivery, yeah. Secret uh, comedy timing. Um, last year, I had a great joke about inflation, but it's hardly worth it now. It's clever. Yeah, that's Amos. Ha, ha. Oh, Solid. Do you get it? Because it's not worth <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. I'm the same it. as you. I'm not into the, hey. No. Oh, yeah. Have I like got it. a joke for you? You get it? You get it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> you know what I love? You know what my favourite thing is? When a comedy says, a comedian's like, you're not smart enough to get it. I That's hate why that. it's not funny. Yeah. You know, it's you, like, oh, you, it'd be funny if you understood it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one'd be funny if you understood it. When we, women gossip, we call it bitchy. When men do it, it's called a podcast. It's yep. good. I, I mean, uh-huh. these I'll, are more statements. I, I wouldn't want, say yeah. jokes. I'd say they're true statements. I want to hear or? the other parts of it because that I do agree with. Mm. It's like any any guy can wear a tight black t-shirt, be balding, but shave it down to shininess and mm. be like, I know everything and mm. I'm going to change your life and transform it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd start off with a joke about the Titanic just to break the ice. Ha ha. See, weak here. Don't you agree, though? I think they're weak every year you I'd, read these out. Oh, okay. I'm not a one-liner person like Maddie was saying, and mm. they're just more, they're more, like, they're in the dad joke category. Maybe, mm. maybe is that what they're going going for? Like, is it meant to be, they're meant to be, like, um, cheesy? Oh, uh, well, I think by by definition, one-liners uh, sort of lean that way. Yeah. But, um, no, normally, sometimes it's been woo, on point. Okay. Um, how do celiac Germans greet each other? Gluten tag. That one I don't mind. <laughs> Ha, ha. Thank you. Yeah. I entered the How Not to Surrender competition and I won hands down. Ha, ha. This, see this one? My grandma describes herself as being in the twilight years, which I love because they're great films. 
These mm. are the top 10 gags from the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Are you sure you didn't click on it? Is Matt right? Are these the, the 10 worst ones? Yeah. No, these are the... And, and so this is the one that won, okay? And I, give it to us. Okay, okay, you ready? This yep. is the top... <laughs> Another thing you want to say, all right, give it to me. <laughs> Get over and done with. It's oh. about the sizzle, Abby. You know it's about <laughs> the sizzle. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I have a cab waiting, so... I'll shut do, my eyes. Thing. You impress me. Let's do go. Thing. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this one won with 44% of the votes. I started dating a zookeeper, but it turned out he was a cheater. Ha, oh, come ha. on now. Oh, Come really? on. You really? didn't hear That's that. That's the phone Really? Listen I just needed a laugh, so I did it. I forced it out. <laughs> there was, there was a <laughs> giggle from the producer. That's actually the best <laughs> review I've ever had, to be fair. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Been with uh, Scotty for 17 years. You, um, minus breaks. No, nah, once you're married and stuff, you just don't just push them aside. Continue. You reckon? The yeah, they were long breaks. I they think were good it, breaks. Uh, we're happy with the breaks. If it goes past five years, I think that could be considered the break. A term, yeah. Mm. Then what about if the break that. is under a year? No, then that's just no. under a year. Just yeah. Continue on. Been together for seventeen years. It, you gonna have another one? Another break? break? Yeah. I haven't asked him. Hmm. I can no, ask you, him this weekend. You learn to live with it. You know, that's the difference. Once you get to that that amount of time, I don't know if we've got the time. I don't know if we've got the time for it. You don't have the carpooling capacity. That's what keeps people together. And I always say to Scotty, like, we love each other. We're very lucky. But at the same time, we wouldn't have time for divorce. Mm. So that's why when people go through that, I'm like, I admire you, organisation. But... We we know each other so well, and mm. like you, Stav, I don't really learn much new about you because no. I, re- I know you so well. We've yep. worked together for so many years. And the other day, I remember I mentioned a friend that you hadn't heard of last week, really and it blew your mind. Me. <laughs> I still can't get over that. I was like, why are you dropping this, and why are you hanging out with him, and what's with the new friend thing? And is, is something happened? Are you hooking up with someone? Is I'm it glad a new, that new friend so in? Glad. It's been bothering me for a week. Who's like, the, who's, who's, is it an Dewey's, old, remember? Is it Dewey's an old know her. friend? Yeah, yeah but at the same years. time, he oh, needs to say yeah. it correctly. Like Kat's friend, who he's obviously good friends with, yeah. but say it as what it is. <laughs> yeah. Are you that I upset? Want, yes. It really bothered me. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Because otherwise mm. the therapist would have had a... Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. But he was teaching my son to tie his shoelace and I just got the giggles from it because my son came to me and he was just struggling tying up shoelaces. And I was like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm doing the bunny. Oh. And I went, why are you doing the bunny? Mm. It's because dad does the bunny ears. And I was like, do you do the bunny ears? He ties his shoelaces like bunny ears. You know the bunny technique? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what is he six? <laughs> Hang on, so so Scott wasn't teaching it to your son as here's an easy way to do it. Scott genuinely takes his shoes and does the bunny. Work and boots. I said to him, mate, do you still do the bunny? Steel caps. He takes his, his steel caps. his blundstones <laughs> and bunny ears them. And I said to him, mate, is this like do you know how to do it? He goes, I can't work it the other one. I said, Wait, you can't work it out. And he goes, and he's this is true. So if we're doing anything <laughs> on the house, he gets me to do it because Scotty hates fiddly things. If you see uh, him trying to he's got big hands. Got I big guess, hands, yeah. Him trying to do and mm, plus he's got mm. calluses from the timber. If he tries to thread a needle, mm. it is just it's the funniest thing to watch because he doesn't like little fiddly, fiddling stuff. So mm. if it's like different little screws mm. with your hands, I'll do it because it just takes him too long. Yeah, right. But then I was like, do you know how to do the other one? He goes, no. 
And I got the giggles. He's like, why are you laughing? I was like, because the bunny ears I thought was your first one. Yeah, then you progress. Yeah. Mm. Is anyone still doing bunny ears as adults? 13, 10, 60. No, no. he couldn't be. No. He is. Oh, we got a call. What is he? Is he? Um, <laughs> Isn't that cute? Is he also like still it... buying Velcro shoes? You know? like is you know, he, you know, he can tie the... shoelaces. He just chews yeah. the bunny. And I wasn't allowed to make a big deal about it, but I was like, oh, you're so cute. And he goes, stop it. It's just tying shoelaces. Here's one for you then, because <laughs> the other transition I found from adulthood, from childhood to adulthood, and he might still, does he have a Velcro wallet? No, because okay. I buy things for him still. Uh, if yeah. I didn't, yeah. then yes. yes. Mm-hmm. The, old, the old rip curl one. Yeah. I don't want to shame anyone. There's nothing wrong with oh, the bunnies. Oh, no, it's we should just, shame no, them. it's just cute. Deb, Deb, please tell me you're not bunny earring still. Uh, yeah, I am, and I'm 50, I am 50 in yep. November. Yep, happy birthday. Um, but can I actually say the bunny ears mm. don't come undone? Yep. Okay. I heard that. Okay. I heard yes. that it is a superior tie. It is. It's, it is a very much, very much a superior knot. Mm-hmm. So it do, it doesn't come undone. So when you go walking, you yep. know, sometimes you have those slippery laces. Oh, my shoelaces laces. are always yeah. coming undone. And yes. Scotty said it's a way to get them even. Absolutely is. Yes. Stav, you should try it. I think I'm converted. Be... Yeah. 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 But honestly, it's the best thing. My dad taught me when I was a little girl, mm-hmm. and I have done it ever since, and I've got three adult children. They all still do it the same way as well. Deb, right. family you, of bunny ears. Okay. Do you still drink yeah. your wine out of a sippy cup as well? <laughs> <laughs> don't knock that. Just, just again, because you know what? It's the best way to drink it. You don't spill any of it. It is. It is. Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Consider that a divorce. <laughs> Sam Asghari, uh, who do you say? Well, he used to be a backup um, dancer and then he was the one that was married to Britney Spears. Not married for very long, but had been together for some time. Mm. Now they've filed for divorce. Um, she's going okay. On the weekend, she invited just, um, I think it was five of her closest mates over. Um, they're all guys topless holding her, um, going into a pool. So she seems to be okay. She said, what do you do when <laughs> you're going was, where, through? Where was the horse? Don't know if she's purchased a horse yet. The oh. horse is just back at the beach. She's just right. going through a lot at right. the moment. But posted. she was like, don't worry about it, guys. I'm going okay. Right. Bless her heart. Um, but it's just, it's so iffy about the divorce now as well because she would have had a prenup and mm. it's just, it's going to get messy because there's a lot of accusations. And we just wanted to know what happens if you have a prenup or not have a prenup. Thankfully, Brittany was sensible enough, and I would urge all of your listeners to be sensible enough to have a meaningful discussion about money and get something like a ironclad prenup or, in Australia, binding financial arrangement in place. Um, the, 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 the BFA that, or the, the, the prenup that, that she has in place means that he's entitled to a sum of money, hmm. but nothing more. And so he's now trying to, as I understand it, and you know, this is all conjecture and hearsay. Poison the well and basically say, look, if you're not going to give me more than this cleanup, I'm going to embarrass, humiliate or shame you. And uh, Brittany's response was like some Instagram photos of horses, which I thought was just great. It had nothing to do with him because she's not engaging in the she's not engaging in the muck swinging, which I love. Um, but everyone should really have these discussions. And if there's a huge disparity of wealth and I can't imagine more than. Uh, a fitness influencer and Britney Spears, yeah. then you should have a uh, prenuptial agreement in place. Even if you have like a financial agreement, uh, there was a situation of a friend of a friend uh, where she had supported him throughout his time and, and I guess taking care of home duties so that he was able to earn more. So even though they had a financial agreement for previous, 
they could they were she was still entitled to more. Does that make any sense? Oh, absolutely. There's many, many reasons in which you can overturn one of those arrangements. There could be duress, there could be force, there could be no independent legal advice, there could be a major change of circumstances like a child. That's why lawyers exist, right? Because it would be impossible for me to give you the laundry list of all the reasons. Mm. And that's probably what he's going to argue. I think he's arguing infidelity so that apparently there was a cheating clause in that prenuptial agreement that may make it um, invalid. Mm. That being said, it's still a sensible thing to have one. Yeah. And let the, let's have that argument in court, right? Um, rather than, um, you know, it becoming something of he said, she said. Mm. Yeah. Right. So that's why he's saying, saying she cheated, because then that would be that he gets mean more. he gets to go for it. Yeah. Ah. Everyone just I be... haven't seen the document, but, I, yeah. I, you know, I can read between the lines. Yeah, right. Apparently with a housekeeper is what <clears throat> he is. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Mm. That is uh, Johan. You can check him out. Um, it's our lawyer, we say, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check yep. him out on TikTok. Um, but they say, like, get a prenup. I guess most people in Australia wouldn't have to get a financial agreement because there might not be much difference. Mm. But these are the top... I'd have a lawyer go, why? <laughs> why Why on earth do you want a prenup? No, well, because you I know, want Stav... half of her stuff. <laughs> yeah, yes. Stav might not want to share his Pez collection and you, exactly. know, and you can have things like that in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but these divorces didn't, and these you might sort of remember. One of the most interesting that's just happened a couple of years ago is Scooter Braun has filed for divorce from uh, Yale Cohen, and this was back in 2001, mm. and everyone's saying <laughs> that Taylor Swift, who we just spoke about before, is like arch nemesis of him. Um, that's what karma uh, the song is about and has to do with the lyrics of his divorce. Uh, so part of the set- settlement, um, Braun is ordered to pay $20 million to his ex, along with 60000 per month for child support. Um, so he's going to ret- uh, have a mansion of $65 million for him. Oh, slumming it. Yeah, yeah, but she does get a million as well for $30, and she also gets to keep the Land Rover. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner's going through a divorce yeah. at the moment, and it's really messy. Mm-hmm. He had to get her removed from the house. And everyone's like, how can you do that? You've got kids together. The reason that that one is so messy is he got divorced in 2094 from his first... 2094? Wow. 1994, you mean? Sorry, uh, 1994 (laughs) from his first wife. Right. And that was ridiculously messy really? at the time. Uh, it was 18 years of marriage, mm. and they didn't have a prenup. Right. So they're saying that she got more than half. She got $80 million in settlement fees. He had to move out of the house that she he was in. She got the baseball in. field. <laughs> yeah, she got so much that for that reason, that's why he had such a strong prenup oh, on this one. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. So everyone's like, how, what, mm. what? But he's like, no, 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 no. There was no, um, uh, She, he doesn't have to pay her spousal support, Anything. which he did have to do for her. So right, it right. seems like he's learned his lesson financially, but not falling in love. Mm, right. Uh, <laughs> but imagine that. Like, when do you bring up, the prenup thing, though, like, is that... No, you do don't. You... you don't. You say, I don't really want this, but I think my lawyer... What did you want to talk to her about? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I've yeah, got, right. got a film that I've got to do. You just work yeah. it out with yours. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you don't... I don't even want it, You, pre- you pretend like you're... Uh, so you play play dumb. Oh, what's this? You're a good this? cop, and the lawyer is... is the bad cop. God, I, annoying, I, I don't... always assumed that you hollered <laughs> that you want a prenup. <laughs> In saying that, though, mm. he, Kevin Costner has been with his new wife for many, many years. They've got mm. three kids together, so mm. it is a bit 
bit nasty kicking around the house. Uh, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, they recently got divorced. Theirs is probably quite... They didn't have a prenup. They both had separate agreements in place, but 27 years of marriage, and mm. they both work with each other and are both part of the company. Mm. So they're saying that one's been so abical that they've divided 130 $0.5 billion. That'd be hard to do. God. <laughs> the other one, um, uh, the last one is Amazon founder and CEO Jeff uh, Bezos. Bezos yeah. He's getting married again as well. Wow. So his prenup for this one is pretty hectic. Ironclad. Yeah, learned his lesson. But mm. he was the richest man in the world back in 2018. He obviously wasn't back when he got divorced because then he lost half. So 25 years, it was really, really expensive. So his wife um, walked away with around $36 billion. Wow. She also instantly just donated $1.7 billion. Everyone's like, what are you doing, Jeff? Are you donating? And he's like, no, I've got to keep it for the next one. Yeah. Well, he's got to buy heaps of stock for the website. You know, he's got to keep them full. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. So I've heard a story from a friend of a friend, which really is just a really credible friend that I am trying to distance myself from it. Okay. Okay. But there is a prestigious school here in Brisbane that had a bit of an incident. Had an incident. Parents were extremely concerned. There was emails sent. There were uh, authorities involved with it mm -hmm. um, that they had an intruder on the school grounds. Very right. scary. Mm -hmm. This um, intruder um, had an incident with one of the students, and it was just really scary. Right. So obviously a lot of parents were annoyed by it. And I think the level of prestige in the school would mean um, that the parents are more like, hey, we're paying this, and you can't even keep people safe. Yeah, yeah. right. After all this hoo-ha, they... Uh, looked at all the cameras and found out that said student had made up an imaginary story oh. about an imaginary person that came on. So came in. So Ooh. none of it is true. But here's the thing. So everyone, every parent, every every student's all up in <laughs> tears <laughs> about <laughs> it. <laughs> but there was many opportunities for said student to go, <laughs> sorry guys, mm. made it up, but didn't. No. Well, the, the, the hole gets bigger. The hole gets bigger. Mm. So only had to say, yes, that's true, when all the CCTV footage <clears> had <throat> been gone through. Mm. Apparently that who, took a while, so it was a few days. So like who who went through the footage? Was it like detectives or something? Yeah, and... yeah authorities. Right. And everyone had to do a bit of a backflip and go, oh, well, it's just a little bit of fun, wasn't it? Oh, that happens though as a kid, doesn't it? You start telling a story. It's like the the sick thing when you stay home sick, mm. and then you might roll the dice if your mum says I'll take you to the doctor. Then you're like, fine. You're like, will this end in open heart surgery? Graham, would I go that far? Graham Norton got his appendix out for well, that very reason. What, for, for saying that he had, he was sick. He pretended he was sick. His yep. mum took him to the doctor. The doctor yep. pushed him in, in his abdomen. He went ow. They came out and said, you have to have your appendix taken out. You need surgery. But don't they just do scans? Yeah, you, I thought that it had to be a certain size. Like yeah. It had to have swollen a certain size. I don't, you I, might want to take into account here that Graham Norton is very old, and oh, yeah, back, back in the in day, day, they used to, used to rip them out, mm. like your tonsils, you know? You always feel better when you go to the doctor, don't you, when you're sitting in the waiting room, you're like, maybe it's not that bad. Mm. Yeah. But it's like, you know, those people, you always hear the stories of they have an accent, and then slowly throughout yeah. the night, the accent goes. <laughs> I'm like, at what point, if you're going to make up some sort of lie... Mm. Or some sort of story. At what point do you go, because mm. that's embarrassing. Yeah. Go, oh, sorry, I made it up. Don't you have to fly that plane to Bali tomorrow? Y yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> See you in five days. <laughs> I guess I'll just be in a YMCA. <laughs>
13, 10, 60, this is what we want to know from you this morning. Whether it was a kid or maybe an adult, maybe you did it. You told you lied to a girl about who you were. Uh, but when, when your lie went too far, it turned in that you'd pushed it so far that you had to... Maybe you're still living with it now. Yes. Mm. Imagine that. Someone thinks that you're British. You've yeah. been in a three-year relationship <laughs> yeah. together for 18 mm-hmm. months. I hate still tea. putting on it. <laughs> <laughs> Suffering through. Are you even Scottish, actually? <clears throat> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I want to get away. B105's 50K. Fly away. Put yourself in the driver's seat with Brisbane Airport Parking. Yeah. Book online today. bne.com.au. Five vacation voices, and if you can correct who they are, uh, guess correctly who they are in the correct order, mm-hmm. then you can spend $50,000 on a dream holiday wherever you want to go and whoever you want to take. Maybe you just want to go solo and mm-hmm. <laughs> spend the whole money on yourself. Oh. You are more than welcome. Business. Take a part, partner, go business. Yeah, take you could go kids. business. Yes. Business around the world. I still don't know if I would ever go business just because I know I could only do it once and I don't know if you could go back to economy after you've done business. Do you know what I mean? Once you've seen that life. Well, as someone who's flown business before, um, we did it for work and they upgraded us Emirates. Yeah, it was so nice. I did a long lunch in New Zealand and I was like, I'm never going back. Mm. But then you checked your bank well, balance. I couldn't afford it. You can't. <laughs> it's the price of a holiday. It's better to have loved and lost than never, never to have loved, loved at all. Can I yeah. say, though, it was amazing. They came to me and I was like, oh, we'll get a bottle of Moet, please. Mm. Right? Because there's another girl and I. And they came over and they're like, we are so sorry. We don't have a bottle, but can we just bring you endless glasses? And I was like, um... This okay. will this will be noted in my <laughs> review. <laughs> so here are the five voices. These five celebrities have to be identified in order. B105. Kate away. And yesterday, uh, someone was very, very successful. B105. Kate away. The first one was revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here it was, Simone, getting it correct yesterday. Simone, who are the voices? Um, I just had a thought, Kelly Clarkson for number one. You have one correct voice. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations, oh Simone. Kelly Clarkson. You were like, every time someone guessed Katy Perry, you're like, it's Katy Perry. It's Katy Perry. If you got it wrong, it's Katy Perry. Although Maddie did guess it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. That was well very done. impressive. I picked it off the air. Because um, listen now, now that someone okay, says Kelly Clarkson. Now, once you know it's her, it's have so a obvious. Listen. Ready? B105. Yeah. See? B105. Good on you sticking around just to say that one sentence when the girl got it right yesterday. Oh, well, I'm dedicated to the oh, job yeah. stuff. Oh, that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other reason I picked that is Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure if Simone did the same is because, remember, these are people connected to Abby. Yeah. And well, I picked them for a reason, and I think you remember, because when Manny first I started <laughs> working here, because mm. it's true, no one works out better than whether if you're having a breakup. Mm-hmm. You're having a breakup. That is the time. That is the ultimate fitness time. Mm. And I love breakup songs. I think they're the most amazing. And when I do... Well, that's not a breakup song. What? That's not a breakup song. Well, it's about his dad, but it's not. It's, still, dad. it's yeah. still on the breakup album. Don't tell me about Kelly Clarkson, mate. Imagine this, you walk into work at four o'clock in the morning and you hear this being belted out of a back office and you're like, someone in there is not in a good state. We need to go and check on them because 
Who knows? They could be hurting themselves. Mate, I just love Kelly Clarkson. She just sings straight to your heart. Whatever she's going through, you are going through it with her. And yes, it is about... Nah, not another one. <laughs> okay, no, right. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get around. Uh, yeah. That's gone. Yeah, I've got to have the powerful ballads. Mm. Can you go back to because of you? Uh, so, yeah, okay, we can yeah. do that, yeah. And there's Abby. She's Solid working song. out. She is in her Lorna Jane. And I poke my head around going, you all right? She goes, I am fantastic. There's a whole album. You check them out on Spotify and it's literally called Break Up Songs and there is just epic ones. Beyonce's always in there and she's not going through a breakup. Because you picture yourself punishing a man or something when you're working out, does that make you? It's got nothing to do with a man. It's just it's all to do with me. Okay. How how does that one um, equate to your other dream of listening to songs where you're on a plane, mm. it's raining, mm. it's about to take off, you have a single tear I going couldn't down? I could put Adele because that was too obvious. Ah, yes. so maybe that's the clue. Shut <laughs> <laughs> not talk anymore. Have your guess. Who are the five vacation voices? Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Marks play for 10 grand tomorrow, guys. Uh, it'll be the 24th of August. Here are some answers. Just me, we've been having a lot of pirate days. It's R again uh, for you. RM Williams, and three of your answers are Rihanna, Rosemary, and Rocket. Right See you tomorrow. Right God willing. Stop, I'll be in my- 105.